Welcome to Tapping the Keg with me, Clayton Keg. And if you're hearing me, that means it is time for more spooky and possibly even some true crime stories. I also want to start this off by saying I did finally get an email address for the show. And if anybody's interested in messaging the show or myself, uh, the, the email address is tappingthekegpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear any stories you may have, uh, ideas for the show, or just you know, let me know how I'm doing with the show in general. But if you do send me some shows, I'd also like some kind of confirmation that maybe I can use it on the show. Uh, I would I would love that. And uh, I have no problem adding any kind of story to what I'm doing. So again, the email address is tappingthekegpodcast at gmail.com. So please, send me some uh, ideas. Send me uh, your stories. You know, send me something saying, hey, you're doing okay, or hey, you fucking suck. I don't give a shit. Just, you know, feel free. Send me an email. Uh, So, moving on to the... The show I have in mind for today. I have a question for all of you that might be listening. Have any of you ever had any experiences with pets that died and became ghosts? Or any kind of animal spirit in general? Any kind of creepy sense of anything at all? Please let me know. And again, you know the podcast uh, Gmail now. That is uh, tapping the keg podcast at gmail.com. So uh, just let me know. Uh, I do have a couple myself uh, that involve some pets turned to ghosts. Um, one of them, I will say, uh, I mentioned the house, one of the houses that I stayed at in the first episode. Affected my one dog uh, to the point to where I eventually had to put him down. It also affected my mom's dog. In a sense. I mean, this is a story that I still hold myself responsible to. I'm very, uh, still heartbroken about the whole situation. See, our dogs, they were really well trained on both ends. My mom's and mine, uh, they were really well trained. Like, we could let them out. On the property we lived in, they would do their business and literally come right back to the door when they were done. Again, my dog actually had the sense that he knew how to open a door and close a door. This particular day, that did not happen. That was not the case. I let them out to go to the bathroom, and this was early in the morning, and this is probably within our first two to three months of living in this house. Um, They definitely knew when they got done, come back to the door. I, I let the dogs out this particular morning, and uh, I have no idea if this guy was drunk, high, or just a straight-up fucking asshole. But there was tire tracks and everything to prove this. He literally drove up into our front yard to hit my mom's dog. I heard the yelp. It was a loud yelp and a thud sound. I ran to the door just to see the motherfucker literally drive off the the property back onto the road and he kept on going the dog was never near the road at all like he literally had to drive up into the yard to hit this dog i I carried the dog in the house and it was sad like i mean she just this dog felt like mush i mean her insides were just fucking 
gone. She unfortunately suffered for about two, three hours. And on this particular day, I might add, because uh, we definitely frantically called. Oh, God, this, this sucks. Um, no, we definitely tried to call to get help for the dog, but um, unfortunately, the uh, and I'm drawing a complete blank on what you call it, but the, the, the animal doctor was not in. Like, there was nobody there. And I know there's a term for it. I know the term. I'm drawing a blank on it. But uh, nonetheless, we could not get help for the dog. She ultimately died. The messed up part is, is the rest of the time we lived in that house, man, like, literally, I could literally see... This dog running around the backyard and just full of life, even though she was just a ghost. And I'm not the only one that's seen it. Um, my ex-wife at the time that lived there with us, she's seen it. Our daughter's seen it. My mom even seen her running around and just being like her old spry self. So she remained on the property. And as far as I know, uh, again, I mean, I don't live there no more, but I, I'd have to believe that she still remains on that property. Ironically enough, the, the people that moved into the house, well, I mean, I can't say currently. I don't know for a fact if they still live there, but I did know the people that moved into the house after us. Uh, ironically enough, they, they were actually family. So I never had a chance to ask them if they had ha actually seen her. Um, since we but I do know that the entire rest of the time we lived there, she absolutely was there. Uh, I mean, seen her during bonfire events that I had. And I mean, I, I had numerous of them. I mean, I had a nice bonfire. Why not? Nice little fire pit. I had seen her quite frequently there. And again, I'm not the only one that's seen her. You know, everybody that that was living in that house, they all had a moment or two where they they seen her just running around and playing like her old self. Actually, my own dog, uh, again, prior to him having to get put down, I know he had seen her um, because I there was one day I did watch him chasing her around the yard. Like they did numerous, several other times before, just playing and having a good old time. So even he had the uh, the actual honor of still seeing her there and still getting to hang out with her. Uh, so I feel like that was good for him, you know, like at that, that particular time because he was having it rough there. And I, I felt so bad because there really wasn't much I could do, you know. The spirits that were messing with him was just, that's what it was. It's not exactly like we could just pick up and leave, you know. I mean, it, it was kind of tight at the time, I'm sure. People have been there financially strapped. You can't really do much. So that was one moment, an incident that, uh, that I had. Uh, <laughs> here's another nice little ghost story for you. That involves an animal. So I was uh, hanging out with a buddy of mine. And ironically enough, this buddy is uh, the same person that I do my other podcast with. And again, I I was with my ex-wife at the time. And we were all three hanging out together and drinking and decided to stay the night there. You know, again, drinking, don't want to really chance driving and either get in an accident or get pulled over and go to jail. You don't want none of that. that that's all bad. You don't want none of that. So, so you know, we're drinking pretty good that night and uh, decided to call it a night. 
So it, we uh, he had a spare room there. So we, me and my ex-wife, and again at the time, current wife, but now currently ex-wife, you know, he's like, you guys can stay in this room. And I'm like, okay. Now, he had a cat, and this cat did not like people. This cat absolutely hated people. Um, if you were lucky enough to get close to him, you'd be lucky that he didn't claw at you or, or something, but most of the time he would just take off running and go hide. Uh, he just hated people. <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're getting comfy, me and my ex-wife, but, uh, we, all of a sudden, I know I felt something hop up under the bed, and I know she did too, because obviously she sat up too, like, what, what the hell? Um, felt something hop up on the bed. And kind of walk up towards me. And it was this one particular cat. I cannot for the life of me remember the cat's name. Um, I know at one point I did know the cat's name. I don't remember it. I'm not going to lie. And I found it odd because I knew that this cat hated people. But yet he came up to me and he, he kind of sat right next to me and I, I started petting it. I'm like, this is weird. I, I said to my ex-wife, I'm like, this is really fucking weird. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, this cat hates people and, and he's let me just pet him like this. So she reaches over and she starts petting him. And we can both feel, obviously, we're petting him. We can feel him start purring. And at which case, like, I mean, he kind of just nuzzled in for a minute, let us pet him, and, you know, after about a a minute or two of this, he finally just said, okay, fuck you guys, and he took off. I'm like, man, that was really fucking weird. This this cat hates people. Most of the time, he'll just take off and run and hide. Uh, I don't understand what's going on here. She's like, hey, whatever, you know, I mean. Just be thankful and, let, you know, he let you pet him. I'm like, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. And on top of that, I mean, typically I don't consider myself a cat person. Even though now currently I do have, um, because of my current wife, we do have two cats. And one of them absolutely loves me. The other one absolutely hates me. So it's it's fucking weird. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not typically known to, to like cats. So the next day I end up telling my buddy, and I'm like, hey, man. Your cat was really fucking weird last night, you know? Like, I know he can't stand people, and yet he hopped up in the bed and let me and my wife, at at the time wife, now currently ex-wife, I know we've been through this, but don't want you to be confused, uh, let us pet him, you know? And now, keep in mind, this guy's a black guy, and I swear to God, he he turned pretty white there, and he's like, what? And I said it again, he's like, Dude, that cat's been dead for like two, three weeks. And I, I was looking at him like, what? And he's like, yeah, that cat's been dead, man. Um, I, I don't know what to tell you. And he just kind of walked away. And I'm just like looking at my ex-wife. I'm like, I knew that shit was fucked up. I fucking knew that shit was fucked up. <laughs> life. Uh, at least a good portion of my life. Uh, we lived on a farm, and the people that know me, you know, and the people that don't, well, <laughs> either you're glad you don't know or you wish you'd have known. Um, this place was definitely severely haunted, and I have a lot of stories about this this one place in general. Um, 
A lot of good memories, a lot of fucked up memories, a lot of fucked up shit happened at this place. Um, one story in particular I'm going to bring up, and this is one of those stories, like when I said in the first uh, episode, that if I wasn't me, even I would say, get the fuck out of here. This is one of those stories, uh, because this is... This is unreal, and it's, it had me mind-fucked for years, and even now when I think about, think back on it, I'm like, mm, so fucked up. I had been staying up a little late, playing a video game, uh, which I, I do still play video games, I don't give a fuck, whatever. Uh, I grew up most of my life playing them, I'll probably die playing them, whatever. Uh, but this particular night, and, and keep in mind at this point in time, I was still going to school, so, uh, I stayed up particularly late, playing a game, knowing I had to get up to go to school still. I finally turned off the game and the TV, and I laid down, and, uh, <laughs> as I laid down, I'm literally just starting to feel myself kind of drift away. I hear my TV and my game system turn on. Now I'm like, what the fuck? I sit up and I look over. No joke. There is this little girl. Dirty blonde, pigtails, literally holding my controller, looks back at me, puts her finger up to her lips, and gives me a shh. And at this point in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck? Who the fuck are you? And she just turned around and continued on, and she was actually playing a game. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? I literally don't even know what to do in this moment. So, at the time, I'm like, you know, fuck it. I got to be dreaming this. I laid down. I closed my eyes again. Now I'm still hearing the game going. And then, like, I know I turned this shit off. I know I did. So, this is really not right right now. <laughs> So, I sit back up. The game's still going. Now, at this fucking point, this is really mind-altering, mind-boggling. I sit back up, and the game is going. The game is playing, but now there's nobody fucking there. I am at a loss of words here. Have no idea what the fuck I'm seeing. I get out of bed and again turn off the game and TV. Laid back down. And uh, at that point, I didn't hear anything else after that. But as I'm laying back down, I'm just thinking in my head, that was fucked. Um, now, it's not the first. No, I should say that's not the only time, because that was, in fact, the first time I seen this little girl in this particular property. Um, now I did see that little girl several other times um, on the property throughout the time I lived there. 
Um, and this this farm had been through generations of our family. Um, and I, I and let me let me. I want to make the record straight here. I should say step family, but I don't give a fuck because. I was still young coming into this family, so for me, this was still absolutely 100% fucking family. My stepbrothers are my brothers. I want to make that known. Um, You can't take that from me. Those are my brothers. Whether it was by blood or by marriage, doesn't fucking matter. I was young coming into this. They were younger coming into this. Um, We're family. I mean, they're my brothers. And that was my family. That was my family's farm. And I I grew up there practically, so I don't really give a shit what anybody else says. And for those of you that know, you know. Just saying. (laughs) So, again, several, several things happened throughout growing up there. Um... I'm even trying to think back at, at what stories to even tell there. In fact, there was even a time where I stayed by myself in a motorhome parked in the back of this farm. Um, you know, I was feeling more independent. I, I needed my own space. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty good size, you know, pretty good size farm, but. For whatever reason, I still felt like I needed more space, and I decided there was a rundown motorhome in the back of the place where I ran an extension cord, which I really didn't have to run far, you know. Like there was, we had light posts uh, outside of the garage area, and the motorhome was right behind the garage area. I literally ran an extension cord to the motorhome from one of the light posts. You know, I had electricity. I had shit I needed, you know. And, you know I even had my own fucking bathroom, so it didn't fucking matter. I, I didn't really use it. I'm not going to lie, I didn't really use it. I didn't want to fucking pump that shit out of there, so fuck that. I, I pissed outside, and I had to go inside to take a shit, but hey! Had my own fucking place. <laughs> so, I, I didn't want to get the wrong idea to people because I, I didn't use that shit. I didn't want to fucking deal with the whole mess of draining that fucking thing. <laughs> but there was some wild shit that uh, happened while I stayed in that motorhome as well. Um, <laughs> there was one night, man, and uh, one of my... Good, 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 good friends that uh, we just kind of lost touch over the years. He came over and we're gaming out all night, drinking and smoking. And and uh, the, the particular kind of smoking I'm talking, you either know or you don't. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, you know, we're having a good old time, man. Just chilling, smoking, drinking. And... You know, call it a night at one point. Uh, it was fucking super early in the morning or late at night, however you want to fucking look at it. Um, He wakes me up out of a dead sound of sleep. He said, dude, 
I, I hear something, man, and it's fucked up. And I'm like kind of still trying to wake myself up. I'm like, what, what the fuck you mean? What do you hear? You know what I mean? He's like, no, 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 man. I'm fucking hearing something, man. It's fucking weird. And it's coming from inside here. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because, you know, like we locked the goddamn door to the fucking motorhome. Nobody's getting in unless they're fucking like knowing how to break into that particular kind of door. And let me tell you from experience, mm, they're not going to figure it out. Uh, that particular door is kind of hard to fucking break into. And he's like, no, 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 dude. I'm literally, and by the time he said this, we, while he's trying to say this, now I'm hearing something. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I sit up. And it was kind of a brisk night, so I had a space heater and a curtain drawn to where we're at the back of the motorhome area. And, like, there's two bench seats that technically you could fold into one bed. We didn't do that. It was just two bench seats because we had the TV going with the game system on the little table that, that folds up when you want to, cool, you know, pull those two bunk beds together. We had everything the way it's supposed to be. The table was down with the game system on it. We had a TV. So he's in one little section of the, the booth. I'm on the other side. And we had the curtain drawn so, you know, we can keep the heat in. Again, brisk night, man. And so I'm hearing something outside that curtain. And I'm pretty sure this is what he was hearing. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it sounded like a crinkle slash crunch. And then every now and then again, you hear, hmm, hmm. So there's definitely something outside that curtain and now i'm like he's still trying to explain it but i'm hearing it so now i'm telling him shut the fuck up shut up fucking shut up and i slowly pull the curtain back <laughs> now behind that curtain you keep in mind this is a motorhome so as you pull the curtain back um, one on the right side from where I'm looking, there's like a counter area with like a sink. And on the left side, it's basically like a, a little closet door, then the bathroom door. Then you could see the front seat, the captain's seat. Then there's another bed area above the driver's seat and captain's seat of this motorhome. And as I pulled the curtain back, I see something sitting on top of that fucking top bunk. And it looks like they're holding a bag of chips. In fact, it's a bag of chips we were fucking eating on earlier while we were playing this game. And I'm like, what the fuck? I realize this is that same little girl that I seen in the bedroom that I used to stay in inside the farmhouse. That was playing my game. Same blue dress. Same little dirty blonde pigtails. Kicking her feet. Just sitting there staring at us. Looking at her. Because by now. My buddy even pulled the curtain back. He's looking at the same thing. He's seen the same thing. He looks at me and says. I fucking told you. I heard something. And I'm like yeah. I see that. <laughs> No! 
So now we're both kind of going out of our fucking minds here. We're like, what in the absolute fuck? It had to be about 10 minutes. We're watching this girl just eat these chips. Well, she just watches us watch her. And on top of that, she had this creepy, eerie fucking smirk on her face. It was eerie. So I pulled the curtain back finally, eventually, you know, and I'm like, whatever, fuck it. So go away. My buddy's like, no. No, 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 no. I, I don't know if I can fucking sleep here, man. I'm like, dude, she'll fucking go away. Same the first time I seen her. And now he's even more unnerved because I'm just so calm and casual about it. And I'm like, no, dude, trust me. She'll go away. And sure as shit, all that was left on that top bunk was that bag of chips that was technically half full when we fucking, like, set it aside. Uh, By the next morning when we woke up and that bag of chips was still on top of that fucking bed, I'm not even fucking bullshitting you. That thing was damn near done. It was gone. That little girl ate those chips. So, I guess it is true ghosts get hungry, too. I'm wondering, does this mean that people's perspectives of ghosts uh, also kind of become people's perspectives of zombies? Because, I mean, that ghost was hungry. But at least it wasn't for brains. It was for fucking Fritos. (laughs) I'm just saying. Uh, It was definitely an unnerving situation. And uh, that's just one story. One story from this this place I lived at um, growing up. And uh, this place was definitely severely haunted. You know, and there's a lot of people that say, oh, that was built on an Indian burial ground. And it turns out most of those times are not true. Uh, this time, this particular place that I lived on, uh, as far as I know, it actually was uh, built on an Indian burial ground. And uh, there was a lot of wild shit that happened there. A lot. I lived there for many years. Um, many of my family members before I came into the picture lived there for many more years, obviously, and... Uh, This was a generational place. There was a lot of fucking people that seen a lot of fucked up shit. So there's even stories that I know about this place that I had no idea about other than what they told me. I was never there for a lot of the stories I have heard, but there's a lot of stories that I fucking know that I've seen and witnessed myself. Very interesting place. And the place is no longer existent. Uh, Sadly enough, they definitely tore it down. And there's some, eh, I think, two new houses there now. Uh, They they tore that down to build two new houses on it. And it's a sad situation there, but I definitely miss it. Even though there was so much wild, weird shit that happened there. I absolutely miss this place. Um, I mean, a lot of good memories there. 
A lot of fucked up shit happened, but there was a lot of good memories there, man. We had some wild blowout parties. In fact, I mean, we we had some land on that that, that property, so uh, we even got to the point to where we had, like, bands come and play in, like, the middle of a field at this place, and... uh, you know, it was pleased that I actually cruised by and made sure everything was still cool, you know, with the concert going on. And, I mean, we had several bands. on. I, I, if I remember this correctly, we had two different stages set up in one field. So one band would be playing on one stage. The other band would be setting something up. Uh, and this was kind of towards the end of this place's existence. And, uh... Wild good times, man. Wild good times. I know this has nothing to do uh, with with paranormal or anything, but in this particular moment, but it's more of a reminiscent spot, man. Like this is a long time family place, man, and again, longer than I've been around for that place. And you know, I I was very thankful and still very thankful and happy that. I got to experience this place uh, for all it's worth. I mean, you know, the the creepiness, just the all-around family atmosphere that we did have. And don't get me wrong, I mean, we do have what essentially is a dysfunctional family. Uh, any one of my family members will agree to this. We have a dysfunctional as fuck family. Uh, but we make it work. <laughs> we do. And, uh, the creepy atmosphere to this place, it definitely, at least for me, felt like home. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that means much to anybody, but I'm sure some of you can relate to living in just or even being around a creepy atmosphere and just know, I feel at peace, I feel at home. That's where I was. Out of the whole time I lived at this place. Uh, so creepy. Uh, a lot of people would not have felt at home there. They wouldn't have felt comfort there. Uh, and, and I'm just touching the tip of the iceberg on stories that I have from this place. There's many more to come from this place. And and again, (laughs) I'm telling you, man, if I wasn't me that, and I didn't live this, I would definitely be like, get the fuck out of here. But on top of the fact that uh, I lived it, I seen it, I know I'm not alone in it. Um, my brothers, at least one of my sisters, I know for a fact, had seen some shit there. In fact, my current wife, um, she had been around that place several times growing up. Um, me and my current wife, we've known each other for a long time. Apparently, we both had a thing for each other. For a long time. But yeah, she had been to that place numerous times. She's seen a lot of fucked up shit herself. And uh, I found this out. 
actually kind of recently, uh, we were just talking about creepy, weird shit. And she had told me a story about something she had seen at a place. Those are her words. At a place that you may know. And I go, really? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, go on, you know? Like, what's your story? Now, here's the thing about it. When she described the situation, and I'm not going to get into it because I kind of want to see if I can get her to come on and give it herself. I'd like her to tell the story. But when she did describe this particular story, I knew exactly where it came from because it was simply something I had seen at the same place myself. And I looked at her and I said, Oh, from the farm, huh? And she kind of looked at me weird, and she's like, yeah, how'd you know? And I'm like, what do you mean, how the fuck did I know? And it was kind of like a situation there was like, you're asking me how did I know when you know I lived there for many years? Of course I fucking know. <laughs> but again, I want her to come on and, and tell the story herself. Um... Because the way she told it to me was so fucking amazing. I I would really rather her tell the story in her own words like she did for me. Because it was was something. I always say it was something. And uh, it was also something I had seen at the same place. Um, But the way she told it was so much better than the way I would have told it. So I'm going to try to get her on to tell the story herself in the very near future. So there was another story at the same place. This one involves another friend of mine. I almost want to get him on the show to tell his side and perspective of it as well. I'm going to see if I can make that happen. Even if I have to call him and do a phone interview... I I would love to get his perspective on it. But what I will say is we both seen the fucking same. Again, this is around the time I was staying in the uh, motorhome uh, behind the the garage. And uh, we were, of course, drinking. Don't get me wrong. Most of the time, me and my friends hung out in that motorhome or anywhere on that property. We were drinking or doing drugs. Don't get me wrong. But I also want to relay this because I have other friends that have seen similar, if not the same shit, and they weren't drinking or doing drugs. At the same time, we were drinking and doing drugs. They can vouch that this shit happened. It absolutely happened. So, we're actually at this point, me and this particular friend, we were sitting outside the motorhome by a bonfire. And I'm not talking like one of your normal little tiny bonfires. No. I'm a fucking redneck through and through. We had a fucking blazing. I'm talking top of the roof of your house. Blazing fire. And by top of your 
fucking house. Um, trying to convey that if you have a two-story house, that's probably the size of this fighter. We had an ultimately huge fighter going this particular night. And again, this is a farm. We actually had about two, three fields. And I mean fields. Behind this place. Uh, trails and everything. And yeah. This thing was a real deal. And whenever this big blazing fucking fire. And I mean, it's not just us. I mean, don't get me wrong. Me and this one particular friend. It wasn't just us. We had several people there. It was a big-ass kegger, to be exact. Um, but I'm bringing this up because he particularly is the one that pointed this out to me. And when he did, and I had actually noticed what he noticed, I was... I'm not going to say surprised because it is something that I had seen. Um... But I was kind of taken aback that he had seen uh, this particular thing. Um, <laughs> now, at a particular time at this place, you it was well known, well known, that uh, you would eventually hear some kind of like drum beats in the distance. This is what he pointed out to me that he noticed. And again, this is a kegger going on. There's several people there. Huge-ass bonfire. Uh, I hadn't noticed it at first, but when he said something, I kind of started focusing on listening, and, and I heard exactly what he was talking about. And I knew exactly at this point where it was coming from. And I said, oh... I'm surprised you heard that. He kind of gave me a weird look. <laughs> He's like, what, what, what does that mean? I said, yeah, uh, it's something I've heard several times. It's definitely not new to me. And I kind of tried to let it go there. Now, at this point, the party's starting to kind of die down. Uh, again, it was a huge raging kegger of a party. Uh, but it's starting to kind of wind down, you know, to the point where we're just kind of like not feeding that fire no more. It's starting to roar down some. Still a huge fire at this point, but it's not as big of a fire as it was. People were leaving. Um, keg's damn near gone. <laughs> uh, when we did a party, we did it right, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Uh, several times, man. It was multiple kegs, and they were all gone by the end of the party. And this particular night's no different. Um, that was probably our second keg we had that particular night that I can remember. Fuck, for all I know, could have been the fourth fucking one. I don't fucking know. It was a pretty good sized party. <laughs> we did it right. <laughs> Ah, uh, but yeah, no, the, the the party's winding down, fire's winding down, and uh, still hearing these drums, still hearing them. And it had been about a good hour and a half, maybe two hours, when he first said he heard it. 
no, you know, party's winding down, and he's like, hey, I'm still hearing it, man. And you still didn't really tell me what you meant. So I know. I know I didn't tell you. Kind of, to this point, didn't expect to, to tell you. <laughs> now, this is a buddy of mine that, you know, I grew up with him. He had been to this place several times already himself. But up to this point, he had never stayed late enough to really hear this. And I think that was might have been his first time. Uh, but after this situation, he had heard it a couple other times. And, you know, after knowing what he knew from the first time, he later on just accepted it. And it's kind of what you do in this situation at this place. When you hear shit like this or see certain things, you just learn to accept it. Especially after seeing it a couple times and hearing it a couple times, you just kind of learn to accept it. But I did eventually break down and tell him. I said, hey, look, man, you know, by all accounts of this place, it's built on a beer, Indian burial ground. and The drums you're hearing are absolutely Indian drums. It comes from the middle field. And uh, it's almost nightly. Now, there has been a few times where you didn't hear it. But there was a lot more times you did. And it always came around the same time. It was almost like the ritual. So whatever the ritual was in that precise uh, time frame, I'm not sure. There were nights that they didn't do it. And then... There were more nights that they did. Uh, but over time, you just kind of learned to accept it. You just moved on. Uh, and from my old bedroom, it actually looked over the whole field area. And there were times you could actually, when you're hearing the drum beats, you could actually see people in that second field. And it seemed like they were doing some kind of ritual dance. Many times I had watched it. Many times I heard it. it. It was wild every time. It almost seemed new and exciting every time. But it just happened and you just learned to live with it. And it, it, Plenty of times where I had actually heard the drums even after so long of hearing it. And I just thought nothing of it, you know. I just put it out of my mind and... You know, kept either watching the movie I was watching or playing the video game I was playing or, you know, just living my own personal life. Even though I can kind of hear it faintly in the background, I just got adjusted to it. You just get adjusted. So there's plenty of times where I'm sure it was happening, but by now you're just not really hearing it as often as you did when you first heard it unnerving i'm not gonna lie unnerving is probably the best way i could uh put it but it is what it is when you lived at that place and i lived there for a while <laughs> again <clears throat> so much wild shit happened there so much uh that's just a couple just a couple stories from that place so i'm just gonna leave it with these couple stories today. I do want to hear from some of you people that might be listening to this and have either some questions or 
have some stories of your own, or you maybe have some kind of ideas that maybe you want to hear down the line. I'd really love to hear anything from any of you guys. So please go ahead and feel free to message Clayton Keg at Tapping the Keg Podcast Gmail.com. Again, message me, Clayton Keg at Tapping the Keg Podcast Gmail.com. At Gmail.com. I think I forgot to put that. Uh, <laughs> we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. My God, this is terrible. Will somebody please stop it? <laughs> but please feel free to go ahead and message me, though, uh, about anything. I'd be happy to answer any questions on the air. And uh, again, if you have a story you'd like me to share, please let me know during your email that you would like me to share it. I would love to do that. I have no problem reading somebody's story. And again, I have much more to go. I just don't want to go through them all. I mean, if I went through all the stories in one episode, this could easily be like a... (laughs) If I had to guesstimate, at least a 10-hour show. And that's if I don't get thrown off and, you know start talking about other random shit. I'm sure it'd probably be longer than that, but, you know, the bottom line is we gotta have episodes. So we gotta break them down just so we have some episodes. And some of the stories that I mentioned uh, in these earlier episodes, they might get brought back up with later episodes, with later stories, because some of these stories do intertwine with each other with uh, a place or two that I may have not mentioned yet um or they just might sound similar because at the time in a couple different places uh there was similar shit happening in one place to the other i just want you guys to be aware it's not that i'm repeating stories i just might be mentioning something i had mentioned before due to an overlap in one place from another or just similar situations from one place to another. But yeah, there 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 has been some of those. So I just want to throw it out there and let you guys know that if you hear something similar, doesn't mean I'm repeating myself. Just means I'm either saying something similar happened at another place or I'm making it known that, hey, I'd moved from this place to this place. Something was still happening that was the same as the other place. You know, it just kind of, there's times where it overlaps. That's all I'm saying. All right. And uh, I'm just going to leave it here for now. And I hope you guys have a creepy evening, creepy day. And I would love to hear from you guys. So please, again, email me at tappingthecagpodcast at gmail.com. And I'll see you guys again real soon. Enjoy. (laughs) 